Jimmy's Table. Hey everybody, you're listening to the Jimmy's Table podcast, jimmystable.com. I'm your host, Jimmy Humphrey, where I like to have conversations about faith, life, culture, and sometimes food. Hey everybody, today is episode 45, and I'm going to talk about why I want to learn to argue less. Over the years, <laughs> needless to say, I've been quite uh, contentious. I've been very argumentative. People know me in that vein. And, uh, but over the years, I've been trying to slowly but surely work on that. Sometimes I would like to be a little quicker about that, uh, but then I, you know, experience some setbacks every now and then. You can probably relate. Um, and, but I, I ultimately, I, I want to grow, and I want to become a better person, and I want to find myself a little less argumentative um, and uh, not known for such a thing, because I think at the end of the day, being kind of argumentative and feisty in spirit, um, you know, doesn't get you very far in this world. Uh, and it kind of negates anything positive you might ultimately have to say. So today I want to provide with the help that I received from some folks on Facebook and Twitter, uh, 10 tips that I've put together both from my own experience and feedback from, from y'all, um, about how to learn to argue less. Um, so here are those 10 tips. First, Jesus said, you got to love God and you got to love your neighbor as yourself. So you really have to genuinely love people. If you don't do this, you'll probably fail the rest of the tips I'm getting ready to provide. Uh, And Becca on Facebook said, people don't care how much you know until how much they know you care. Um, And I've I've found over the years that uh, Becca's right. People would rather... Um, listen to you if they know that you genuinely love them and care for them. And then they'll let you say whatever crazy thing you want to say next. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so long as that mutual love and respect is conveyed um, in your attitude and your disposition and your body language um, and in your persona, as, peop- as long as people know that you genuinely love them, um, they'll be willing to hear you. But if they think you're just running your mouth because that's all you ever do, well... Nah, they're just going to look at you as Charlie Brown type noise and you'll just go. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Point one. Point number two. This is related to point number one. Uh, but I believe you need to summon your inner Mr. Rogers and not your... Enter Muhammad Ali. Woo! <laughs> so when you're when you're arguing with somebody, when you're debating with somebody, when you're discussing something with somebody, imagine who you want to be here in the argument. Do you want to be the friendly, neighborly Mr. Rogers? It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Or do you want to be like Muhammad Ali, where you... Float like a butterfly and sing like a beast. So consider that uh, when you are discussing somebody. Who do you want to be? And I I think when you decide that, you not only need to decide that before you discuss the 
whatever you're getting ready to discuss with somebody, but you need to remind yourself of that. Picture that when you're talking to somebody like, who am I trying to be here? Are you trying to be Mr. Rogers or Muhammad Ali? Point number three, be prepared to listen. As your grandmommy probably said, God gave you two ears and one mouth. Um, so with that in mind, it shows, you know, God's kind of way of showing us which one we should be using more. So be slow and intentional in your responding, or as the Bible says, be quick to listen, slow to speak. Don't just fire off something because you got it already loaded in the chamber. <laughs> um, you know, if you just spout off the first thing to enter your head just because you can, well, you're kind of violating the first two points here. So don't do that. <laughs> Point number four. This suggestion comes from John Howie, who's been on uh, this podcast before and whose podcast I've been on over at the Wax Museum. John says, be legitimately curious about how someone came to see the things that they see and the way that they see them and why they want you to see things the same way. So in other words, put yourself in their shoes. You know, see the what and the who and the why of what they want you to see um, and be legitimately curious. Don't just be listening to somebody and say, okay, I've heard you say certain buzzwords and I'm just waiting for you to shut up so I can respond. You know, actually be legitimately curious about what somebody has to say on a certain perspective and all the nuance that goes with that. Because if you're just going to put people in a camp of, oh, you're just a liberal or you're just a right winger or you're just a Trump supporter or you're just a Bernie Sanders supporter or, you know, insert heretic name here. If you just put people in camps and tribes and just automatically tune them out once they start saying certain things and not actually listen to that person genuinely for what they have to say, even if they are just repeating blank, ridiculous talking points that somebody gave them and they heard on TV. You know, hear them out. Because I think I've discovered one thing over the years. Most people have a little bit more nuance and complexity to the way they think and why they think the things that they do um, than you realize. I know I do. And uh, so I think we need to have that same mentality. Point number five. Extend to others the same generosity that you would want them to extend to you. You aren't a tool for sale at Home Depot, so don't act like one. <laughs> you know, just like Jesus said, treat others as you want them to treat you. It's the golden rule, folks. Keep that in mind when you're discussing with somebody. You know, be generous and uh, gracious to them in everything you say and in your listening. And I think you'll probably find out that more often than not, they'll probably return the same generosity to you. Not always, but you'll probably find that more often than not. Point number six. Don't presume what someone, quote unquote, really means. Give everybody the benefit of the doubt as much as possible and ask people whenever possible to further explain themselves. This goes back to the kind of the nuance sort of stuff I was just talking about, you know? Give people a chance to explain that self. Don't just, just don't, you know, ask inquisitive questions. And not just like gotcha questions like Sean Hannity and folks do on the news. Like, you know, where you ask questions like, well, when did you stop beating your wife, Mr. President? You know, don't ask loaded questions like that. 
genuinely be curious about what somebody believes. Give them the benefit of the doubt and let them explain themselves. Point number seven. Don't argue about arguing. <laughs> I learned this lesson the hard way in Bible college when I was sitting in a car with some friends and one of my professors and they started saying, well, Jimmy, you know, you're kind of argumentative. And I responded, well, no, I'm not really argumentative. I'm just really passionate about the truth. And I just want people to understand what it is, I, you know. <laughs> so don't argue about your arguing. Don't sit there and say, well, you know, that wasn't fair the way you said that. Or that wasn't right. Or, hey, you kind of kind of got attitude, don't you? Uh, you know, so don't sit there and argue about somebody's arguing. Or, you know, arguing about what they're saying about your arguing. Or any sort of thing in that sort of circle. You know, whenever possible, if you, if you, if you truly realize, and you, and you know, you know, you've step, overstepped your bounds, you've said something stupid and harmful, um, you know, apologize. Humble yourself if you misspeak, um, or if somebody else mischaracterizes your position on something, you know, don't sit there and argue about your arguing with them, you know, just sit there, apologize, humble yourself, you know. Be the first to say, oh, wait a second, I, I apologize, I misspoke. Or, no, you know, you, you're, you're right, you're right, you, you've got me there. <laughs> you know, don't sit there and just keep arguing for the sake of arguing, because that gets us nowhere fast. Point number eight, this comes from Corey uh, of Forsythia, who came on earlier this uh, past year to argue with me about Christmas de decorations prior to Thanksgiving. <laughs> but, you know, basically his point is, Take an internal temperature check. Um, and, you know, I personally do this when I'm smoking a Boston butt out on the smoker uh, or when I'm cooking a steak. Uh, you know, and why do you do that? Why do you take the temperature of your meat? Well, you take the temperature of your meat so you know when your barbecue was done. I think I cooked myself. Look <laughs> your skin. Stick a fork in me, Jerry. I'm done. Uh, so we should really do the same with ourselves. Corey says, I gauge my emotional state during debate. As long as I'm calm and not bothered by the opposition, I'm good. Once the other person, though, starts getting on my nerves and my ability to laugh begins to diminish, I excuse myself. I also try to avoid certain trigger topics. Personally, I can handle the healthy debate about almost any topic, but there are certain topics that I get heated about, so I just try to stay away and keep those on the back burner as much as possible. End quote. I think that's a pretty good advice there, Corey. You know, once a person starts getting on your nerves, you know, you're probably getting out of that realm of feeling like you love them anymore, <laughs> and you're feeling a little less like Mr. Rogers, more like Muhammad Ali. Um, you know, that's probably a good time. Uh, to start staying away from that topic. Or if you know it's a topic that just gets you all hot and bothered, um, you know, just go ahead and stay away from that. Uh, if you know you can't handle it, uh, you know it's just going to get you upset, um, stay away from it. Take your temperature. You know you. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and it, it, you know, and when I say this, these topics don't necessarily even have to be political or philosophical or theological or whatever. You know, this doesn't necessarily have to be happening on Twitter or Facebook or social media, although it can. You know, this could be happening at family get-togethers, at dinner, 
Uh, you know, you might say something that upsets your parents or your parents might say something that upsets you, you know, when those things are happening, keep a check of your temperature, you know, see, hey, you know, this isn't going so well. And I realize this and I realize that if I keep going on the way things are going, I'm ultimately going to probably explode or say something that I'm going to regret. So, uh, you know, you know, your trigger, you know, you. Uh, so stay away, you know, check your temperature, know when you're done. And with that point, number nine, always have an off ramp in mind. It's what you do when you're driving down the interstate folks. <laughs> you know where you're going. Uh, and when you get there, you get off. So anytime you find yourself in a discussion, debate, argument with somebody, Keep an off-ramp in mind and always exit the conversation as gracefully and as soon as possible. Um, David on Facebook says, I've always learned to walk away when I realize that there is going to be no winners in our conversation. Proverbs kind of talks about this, says abandon the quarrel before the dam breaks. <laughs> You know, so abandon your quarrel once you realize that further discussion is ultimately going to be of no benefit to you, the person you're talking to, or frankly, anybody else that might be happening to hear in on your conversation. Many words at the end of the day leads to much sin, according to Proverbs. So, you know, be few in your words, few as possible. Make your points, uh, but you don't have to sit there and, you know, give everybody a word vomit. You know, make your point. Say, I know where I'm going with this. I know what I believe on this. I know what perspective I want to convey. And I'm just going to convey that. Um, and by that, I don't mean just give somebody a piece of my mind. Because if you do that, you're not going to have much of your mind left to give. <laughs> you'll, jo you'll go crazy. So, don't get to that point. Don't get to the point where you're, you're giving somebody a piece of your mind. Exit the conversation long before you get to the point of you giving somebody a chunk of your brain. And point number 10. Don't feel the need to be right and to have the last word or to even convince somebody of anything that you're saying. As Mike Bryant said on Facebook, who's quoting the great Connor Lambert, a former pastor of mine, he said, you know, Jimmy, you don't have to be right even when you are right. Um, and you know, that hits home there because I know me personally, I often feel I'm in the right, not only in my perspective, but attitudes, actions, dispositions, behaviors, you know, things that I do at work. <laughs> uh, you know, I often feel I'm right and I'm ready to go to town for just about anything I believe I'm right on. Well, you know, at the end of the day, we should stop away from we should step away from this need to be right. Um, you don't have to be right, even if you are. So don't go around acting like it. Don't go around acting like your opinion's always the correct one. Um, and that people just need to see it from your perspective. You know, be willing to step away. Be willing and gracious enough to let everybody have the last word. Even if their last word ends up you know, provoking in you further conversation. You know, at the end of the day, say your piece, 
And let your peace be that. You know, just give somebody your thought. Because at the end of the day, once you get to the point where you're arguing and things are starting to belabor uh, and get heated and all that sort of stuff, you know, at that point, once the passions start to rise, few people can be convinced of anything. Uh, those passions, those, those convictions, those yelling voices, those raising decibels, uh, they may not look like it, but at the end of the day, those things are walls that prevent people from seeing your perspective anyway. So, at the end of the day, go ahead and say your piece. And then if somebody spouts off two or three other things in response to what you said, no matter how bad the point is, or no matter how inconceived it is, or even no matter how bad the attitude was it with the individual who, who gave their opinion um, and weighed in on something, at the end of the day, you don't need to be right. If, if you have the truth, you know, the truth will stand up for itself. You don't have to defend Jesus. You don't have to defend your mama. You don't have to defend your wife. You don't have to defend your church. You don't have to defend your politician. You don't have to defend your kids, people. <laughs> you don't have to defend anybody, you know. Jesus can stand up for the truth on his own. Uh, he's a big boy, seated in heavenly places, up at the right hand of God. So if anybody's in the right, Jesus Christ is in the right, folks. Um, so, you know, willing to let, willing, be willing to let the truth have its own day. Uh, the truth doesn't need you to win everybody over. Well, everybody, this has been Jimmy Humphrey. This has been episode 45 about how I want to argue less. That's a little bit shorter of an episode than normal, especially compared to last week where I went an hour and a half with Bill uh, about his bike messenger career. If you didn't hear that podcast, man, I hope you check it out again. This has been Jimmy Humphrey, jimmystable.com. Email me, jimmy at jimmystable.com. Check out my website. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. You can do that through the website as well at jimmystable.com. Um, and, uh, be sure to keep a lookout for my YouTube page and, uh, cooking channel and all that sort of stuff. My wife and I were doing some stuff in the kitchen, Jimmy and Megan's kitchen on YouTube, uh, where we're posting monthly, uh, cooking videos. We've only got one up, uh, right now. So I encourage you to go watch all that we have on YouTube, uh, for our one cooking video. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And I just want to, you know, say, take a moment to say thank you to everybody who's been listening to this podcast, uh, who's been supporting me. You know, this this podcast is slowly but surely growing and getting a little bit bigger every now and then. And, uh, you know, while I'm not striving to reach a huge audience, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just looking to have conversations with folks. And I like to know those conversations are being had. Um, so thank you for listening. Thank you for your feedback and support. Uh, again, this has been Jimmy Humphrey, jimmystable.com. Take care, everybody, and God bless, and have a good one. Air smudge.